Okay is right. It's been, it's been a while. It has. Welcome back to... Uh, I'm still not over me saying book and bottle. So like, I always have to tell my brain, like, you don't say that anymore. I know that's what I couldn't tell. Um, so I feel right. Okay. Welcome back to book and bottle, the podcast show for readers and non-readers alike. Each episode, I, Kalisa, attempt to explain one high fiction fantasy book. While I, Holly, attempt to guess the plot and derail the whole conversation. While drinking, drinking, of course. I'm going to try my best to go from beginning to end of this book, including all the details I deem necessary and can honestly remember. So if you plan to read this book yourself, major spoilers ahead the longer you listen. And fair warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only. This includes swearing, sexual content, and occasionally triggering topics. So feel free to sit back and relax with your favorite cocktail or mocktail and jump into a world far cooler than ours for the next hour. And if you're feeling a little wild, we created a drinking game to level up the start of your weekend. So you can feel free to take a shot or a sip every time I'm unsure of a detail, which will be a lot in this series, (laughs) and every time Holly stumbles through reading a quote, but please drink responsibly. You can head over to our YouTube channel to watch this podcast in video format. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about Ninth House by Lee Bardugo. Bardugo. I feel like I I heard Bardugo. I don't know. I don't know. Never mind. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> big it up big it up, big I was it like up. I just gonna be like I feel like I've heard it said uh Lee Bardugo hi how are you doing oh my gosh great so you know we're into this whole theme thing now and we're never going back so I was told like ghosts yeah is like the really main thing you could grab from this for dressing up so not crazy original got a wig gray dead wig gray dress didn't get real crazy just gray blue makeup so fun times we're doing it how fun about you times um yeah so i played in holly's makeup a little bit we just made myself quite quite a bit paler paler um, like a corpse yeah that's that's it grays in this series grays are ghosts ghosts are grays and we're going on a murder mystery i love it we're going on a trip in a favorite rocket ship. Those guys, little Einstein, grab aboard, get ready to explore. This is a pretty nice Amazon wig, though, guys. I'd recommend this at least. I'm pretty impressed with it. I'm impressed. I mean, I wouldn't go. I don't think I'd. I'd be brave enough to go out. Out. I'd have to see myself in this a lot more before I could go out. But yeah, I think it looks relatively natural. Relatively relatively yeah like not bad like it's not like a frizzy frayed like yeah like obviously stupidly obvious yeah Yeah. like this is probably a good giveaway but yeah cool killing it cool and uh i don't want to disappoint i don't have a fun cup today well i i told you i had stuff in my fridge if you wanted to use it oh that's right that's okay i could have poured my drink out in there but you could have it's okay some yogurt brand makes this coffee Oh, interesting! This is the earliest we've ever filmed ever in our lives. So cut us some slack. We have coffee starting with coffee. Yeah, and Starbucks (laughs) is on the way. I think it's actually it's just been picked up. I think that's the alert I just got. Oh, give them a minute; they'll drop it off. That means they're here. (gasps) Woohoo! Okay, so it's at the scene. In a world, the prologue. It's early spring. Oh my god, right now! The flowers are blooming. Yeah. Everyone's dead. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I was like, okay. 
Alex has locked herself in an apartment a building. She's kind of locked herself up, secluded herself. She's rereading the requirements for lease. Right. Everything will be. I, I, I will I'm going to just try to not. As much hold, as I'm supposed to derail, I'm going to try not. Hold on for like the first 10 chapters. Got it. And it notes that there have been two exceptions to the high um, requirements to get into Leith um, with mixed results. And in writing, her name was added, Alex Stern, as a third exception. Got it. And she's like, mixed results indeed. She has a giant bite on her side. If you could please turn to page four. Wow. 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 When you said hi, I was like... Okay. In the fluorescent glare of the bathroom lights, she gripped the edges of the bite in her side and dug her fingers into it, pinching the flesh around her stitches until the pain dropped over her like a mantle, the blackout coming on in a welcome rush. That was in the spring, but the trouble had begun on a night in a full in the full dark of winter when Tara Hutchins died, and Alex was thought she might get away with everything. Well, color me intrigued. <laughs> color me intrigued. All right. Holy shit. Now we go back in time. Fun fact about this book, instead of popping between different character views, we're popping between different times. Ooh, that's tricky. I Please. will be honest. I'm giving, um, I'm reading from my notes. And for the first five to 10 chapters of this book, I had no fucking clue what was happening. <laughs> Interested to see if the yeah. viewers feel the same. Like if they yeah. also felt like completely like, what once, the fuck, where am I? Once you get over the hump, I loved it, but uh, the beginning Took a minute. Rough. Okay, so Alex Stern is going to Yale, but she oh is late to an overnight prognostication. Okay. So she shows up to this place, right? Right. She goes in, she passes the guy keeping guard and she mentions there's a bonesman there's a harassbacks and they're just basically elbows deep in a body okay the body is kept alive well i mean he's dead right now but he's like gonna go back to life like he's not dead 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 okay his name is michael reyes and they get them from the psych ward because they say that technically the crazier they are the better okay and he's basically the the um I believe it's the Haruspecs is like reciting all of this like stock stuff and giving information. And right. he's basically elbows deep in this guy telling the future. Oh, <laughs> creepy, but fun. There's also two grays. Um, and they mentioned that um, Alex can see them. This is where I might start giving information out of order, but I don't know where everything is. It's hard to write everything down. True. Um, Alex can see grays. They're ghosts, right. basically. Um, not everyone turns into a gray, and grays are known for they want to um, hold on to life. So, as some people like in our culture, we think that like if a ghost were to come back, it would like haunt the the murderer or whatever. Yeah, they don't want this. They want they want drama. They want sex. They want sugar. Like the the joys of life. I love this. And um, this like loud moaning starts, and they get the grays get up and start to grip the wood, and something is banging, but only Alex can hear it, and it sounds like it's trying to get in. She is Dante, that's her like code name. Okay, in the Society in of Leith. She is a Dante Darlington is kind of her overseer. His he's Virgil, but he's gone. 
gone. How we don't know yet. <laughs> Dead. And she gets a call from um she gets a call and there's a body. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so going even further back in the like summer. Right. Daniel Arlington um was excited to be able to pick his own Dante so how it works is you start as a Dante you get picked oh, as a freshman it's like a little and a big yep, situation kind of thing. so now he's moved up to the position of Virgil he's gonna get his own Dante um and he like he is an interesting character I, I think I picture him like he seems like the type that would always be kind of like um like alfalfa like a perfect gentleman of um, the little rascals. You've not seen it. Okay. Well, he's um, he's known as like a perfect gentleman. He's kind of a bit like odd in some of his behaviors, but um, very on top of things. He okay. knew, he set out. He he knew how many. Um, he had to go through all of the. You you don't apply. It's just he went through all of the um, applications to the college mm-hmm. to Yale. He knew how much time he had to set aside to dedicate to each each uh, application to Yale and all that. And um, he gets a call and he said that uh, the board tells him that they've already chosen Galaxy Stern. What is interesting about her is that she didn't even finish high school. Okay. She's a prodigy. But she can see Grace. Prodigy. And Contagious. that's where it's noted that um, humans, we can't see grays. Right. Um, what they have to right. do is they have to drink this, like, elixir oh. um, to be able to see them. But if you have too much, it's going to basically kill you. Like, right. eventually, it'll shut down your body. So you can't Stressful. have that much. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> um, all, all they know is that she woke up naked next to her friend that didn't survive a whole bunch of fentanyl. Right. And he essentially has to teach her everything about this secret society. And this is Galaxy Stern? Galaxy. Alex Stern. Yeah. Same girl. <laughs> oh, Galaxy's Alex. Yes. Galaxy goes by Alex. Because who wants to tell people my name is Galaxy? No one. <laughs> so we pop back to the middle. Middle. Before pre, pre-murder. Pre-murder. So Alex goes to investigate the body, thinking about how Darlington had trained her on arrival. She meets Turner, who is her, um, ooh, I forget his name. It's okay. Yeah, I, forget, I don't need to I forget know. his special I name. I won't even ask. <laughs> so he's a cop, and he's basically a liaison between the Society of Leaf at Yale um, and the cops. He's kind of the, the go-between. He's like, I get the spooky stuff. He basically tells her it's nothing to go home, and so she kind of walks away, but she has what's a coin of compulsion, Ooh. which will magic, and she magics the coroner and goes in and sees the body um, of Tara Hutchins. The dead friend, the or dead person. Maybe dead person, friend. yeah. Um, and she's like stabbed viciously in the heart, and the coroner says that they suspect the boyfriend. So true going back to the beginning of the semester darlington is showing her around getting her on board and basically he's showing her around the house um one of them is called il bastone mm-hmm. which is kind of like they have um they have different safe houses they have il bastone the hutch darlington owns black elm i picture them all as these like big mansions her work is going to require like safe houses. So they have wards and stuff. And um, she meets Pam, 
Pam Dawes, Pammy, Pam, Pam Dawes, Oculus. Those are all the names that she's going to get called. <laughs> and Pam is kind of in charge. Her role is to be in charge of research. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's not on the front lines whatsoever. She does a lot of research, but she also um, kind of uh, is like the, um, like a sorority mom that like make sure there's That's food and that it's mom, clean. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that thing. <laughs> and um we find out that the original guy, the start of Leaf, his name was Hiram, Hiram Brigham. Um, he basically stole a bunch of artifacts from other countries. Oh. This was back in the like, I don't even know, 17 or 18, 1800s. And one of them was a giant gold bowl that um, creates the liquid, the elixir that um. people can see grays. Don't know what that means, so we're going to skip over that. Excited. <laughs> um, but he uh Daniel Darlington, Daniel Arlington <laughs> loves magic. He loves the whole concept of it. He's enamored by it. And so he shows her magic by taking off she she's covered in tattoos. Oh. And he um opens this box that has a bunch of butterflies in it, and they come and basically um eat up all the ink. Oh. And he says they'll stay gone unless you get like saliva on her arms and then they'll come back something like that so um that's one way that helped her like fit again and again she hasn't even finished high school she's covered in tattoos she's connected to a murder and fat a lot going lots on. of drugs like it made her feel, as much as she loves her tattoos it made her feel like she could belong a little bit better yeah um she okay back to the murder <laughs> She goes back to her roommate. So she does have roommates at Yale. Um, Mercy is one of them. Mercy and Lauren. Lauren, we don't see as much. Mercy does become a main like player. Mm-hmm. Um, Mercy is helping her academically. She's like way far behind. She's basically on academic probation already because they're like, it's Yale. Yeah. <laughs> and she takes out these eye drops and it's, um, I think it's called Bella Basidona or whatever. And it's it's one of the leaf things where it's magic. She drops it in her eyes and she's super awake. And she goes to talk to this lady called Bellbomb, who <laughs> it's her last name. <laughs> of course it is. And Bellbomb really wants to help her succeed. And she asks her what she wants. And Alex isn't used to that. So she doesn't really know what she wants. Um so Alex goes and visits the crime scene again. And um, she feels a pull around um, Heli, which I will get back to. So. I'm being so brave, guys. <laughs> backing it up. Alex and Hallie's being so brave. <laughs> Alex and Darlington. We're only on chapter six. <laughs> Alex and Darlington go to their first ever Leith event. Okay. So they're positions as Dante and Virgil are to oversee all of the goings-ons of Leith and making sure everything is good that no societies are getting out of order abusing their magic going a little too crazy because all of this very much comes with a price <laughs> if you pause you want to see the madness if you open in the front there's a map with an insane i think there's like 32 items on that map oh no that's too many oh I my never, god i never looked at the it's map. like a city planner map i never looked yeah at there's the 32 thing. locations like listed in uh-huh. the key yep 
book and snake oh yeah so those are the different like societies there's skull and bones book and snake scroll lock and key and, oh, scroll and key scroll and key just kidding back to you yeah so they go to their first event which is uh for a group called the aurelians oh. they don't have as much funding so it's not like there's couple- they didn't have as much fun there and i was like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> um there there's a couple key so like skull and bones scroll and key right uh and the other one but snake and book book and snake yep. those are like the snake books <laughs> those are like the big ones that have a lot of funding and have a lot more magic aurelian's not really so there's like chanting and bleeding and um right. these are cults the point of this is that the main guy who is um like getting the benefit of this event is he needs inspiration to write a book so like they're chanting and there's a whole bunch of scrolls and all the words like pop up and they're going into him (laughs) and um their job alex and darlington's job is also to keep the grays away from interfering with the ceremony because any sort of like magic any sort of excitement fear that's going to start uh attracting them sorry yes um grays Chris, is yep. this like a forget what it is like is, are they trying to be like get into your body to be you or they just they can they're fuck just with you out. from the outside okay they're not trying to like become like mm-hmm. get a human yeah. skin again and most of them can't even like interfere with the, okay. the mortal just check yeah um they they have to keep the the grays away and there's this like salt circle there's all these steps to like contain the magic and one gets too close to Alex and she breaks the circle and a giant wave of greys come in. And Galaxy. Darlington is like, you know, um, kind of along the lines of like, that's the one thing you don't do is you don't break the circle. And she's like, well, they touched me, which like also um, doesn't happen. If you could please turn to page 112. Wow. Four to 112. I love this. 112, Grandpa. 112. Where were you, she demanded, all you wise men of Leith with your spells and your chalk and your books? Where were you when the dead were following me home? Sorry, this is such weird reading. When they were barging into my classrooms, my bedroom, my damn bathtub, Sandow said you had been tracking me for years since I was a kid. One of you couldn't have told me to get rid of them all. Wait, one of you couldn't have told me how to get rid of them, that all it would take was a few magic words to send them away. They're harmless. They're harmless. It's only the rituals that Alex grabbed Darlington's glass and threw it hard against the wall, sending glass and red wine flying. They are not harmless. You talk as if you know, like you're some kind of expert. She struck her hand against the table, landing toward him. You have no idea what they can do. I'm going to guess they're who bit her. That like chunk of... Maybe. Okay, maybe not. Okay. Are you done or would you like another glass to break? (laughs) Why didn't you help me, said Alex, her voice nearly a growl. I did. You were about to be buried under a sea of greys, if you recall. Not you, Alex waved her arm, indicating the house. Sandow, Leith, someone. She covered her face with her hands. Take courage. No one is immoral. Immortal. Do you know what... What? Okay, why is reading so hard? <laughs> Do you know what it would have taken... No, <laughs> would you know what it would have meant to me to know those words when I was a kid? It would have taken so little to change everything, but no one bothered. Not until I could be useful to you. Feeling a little Harry Pottery. Yeah. So it's 
going to become more and more obvious. We're going to get Alex's whole backstory. Um, but it's really clear that she had a really rough life. And if she could see these things, if they could touch her, yeah, you know, she said, you guys have been watching me for years. You guys didn't step in until I could help you. Yeah. And, um, he just kind of looks at her and well, literally Harry Potter. He was getting like emotionally abused yeah. at the Dursley's house. And they were just like, and they were like, we didn't, we didn't need you. You weren't old enough to go to Hogwarts. So there's nothing we can do. Um, but Darlington just looks at her and they proceed to smash like half of the China. I love it. House. Smash all the China. <laughs> uh, so coming back to the present murder day, um, Alex does some research on talking with the dead in the magic library. So this library is super awesome. Basically, you have to write um, kind of what you're looking for. Um, and then you you close the book and put it on the shelf and the shelf will rumble and then you open a door and then you enter the library and it'll have all the books that you're looking for, basically. But the key with that is you can't have it too vague because if it, it's too vague, it'll pull too many books and the whole ceiling will cave in. Oh, God. Um, so you have to kind of... What a way to die. <laughs> be, be careful what you're asking for. Um, and we start to get the backstory. So... <laughs> When she started um, a new school, she was uh, 12 and she decided that she wanted to start going by Alex, not Galaxy. Her mom is very, like, very woo-woo into tarot. They're vegan, like. Very woo-woo. <laughs> is that a technical term? Yeah. No! No! Yeah, when things are, like, kind of, like, out there, they'll be, like, it's kind of, like, woo-woo. Like, oh, my you know, God, the, no. Like, I thought that was, like, your silly, like, little thing. No. <laughs> no that's I'm true. obsessed okay <laughs> yeah so she wanted to go by Alex not Galaxy and she managed to uh, make like one friend and what ends up happening is they go on a um they go on a field trip and she's gotten really good at um so the grays obviously it's not common for humans to see them so she has to pretend that she doesn't see them yeah if she does they can see that she sees them and yeah and then like a whole other thing probably happens um sorry this is like in my eye oh no you're okay um and so she goes on a field trip and she has to go to the bathroom okay. and when she comes out of the bathroom she gets startled or something and then realizes too late that it's a gray and um, this is what I'm going to say. As we always say, you should check the trigger warnings before you listen to the podcast or read any sort of specific book. But it's really sad. Um, she ends up getting raped by a ghost. Um, I don't remember too much of like if there was a backstory oh, about so... the ghost that, that it, it happened to. Do the ghosts look like people and like she just knows they're not real people or like do they look yeah. a little different? So, no. Well, so they look like normal people, but... Um, they're gray, obviously, and they um, they look like what happened during death. Okay. Yeah. So like you can see, like you know, if someone's neck's been sliced. They yeah. Can okay. See that. So like humanish, but not. But still, full. and still, if they pop up out of nowhere, if it catches her off guard, like if you know, if you see something move, your first instinct is to look. And yeah. so if they can all of a sudden see that she can see them, well, sad. They basically, she was screaming for help and she's on the ground with her pants down, blood is everywhere. And the teacher um, and the friend end up coming in and getting her all cleaned up and everything. And she ends up falling in with a bad crowd, as you do. They they think they don't know if something happened at school or something like, you know, nothing happens. But she does realize that drugs numb the pain. Seeing the ghost. Oh, do. yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Uh -oh. That's how she meets Len and Helly. 
Okay. Back to the future, which is where this chapter is, or like the present. Um, she gets Pam's help to go to the morgue. Okay. So she manages to sweet talk her way into the morgue and she uses a spell to see the damage done to Tara. Um, basically, if she like touches or I think touches like a certain part of the body, you can see like what happened there. Oh. Um, and in her final moments, Tara didn't feel any pain. Um, but she also couldn't see anything. Like she couldn't see who did it. Yeah. So Turner shows up. Um, who is the cop liaison? Right, right, the middleman is pissed because he's like, you like, he's he's just like, turn around. This doesn't involve you. This is just a normal murder. We're gonna get it, you know, solved. figured out. Um, and she mentions, uh, he mentions that Trip. So he Trip is the name of the guy who was on the door duty at the prognostication. Okay, um, was a contact in Tara's phone. Which indicates she might actually have something to do with Leith. Tricky. <laughs> so she goes back. Um, she goes back to one of the houses and we find out that Darlington. So the cover story is that Darlington is in Spain right now. That's why he's away. Okay. He's not actually in Spain. Don't really know where he's at right now. <laughs> he's doing some missions. But she's pretty positive that he's never coming home. Oh. Uh, she goes to the mini mart and she gets attacked by this gray who blows this powder into her face and she almost dies but she manages um but pam helps her out and mentions that um so it looks really bad it looks wild because she is fighting this invisible force that's like strangling her and running around and she manages to get away um she literally almost dies, but Pam helps her out. Um, I guess what he the powder that he blew in her face um is those like scarab beetles and they're gonna eat her from the inside out. It's <laughs> not great. Um horrifying. So she mentions that she got attacked by what's called a gluma. Okay, sure. Glume? Glumas? Um Glumos. Glume. Oh, glume, I think was like the plural. Um oh, okay. but they're basically they've died recently and they're mostly messengers. So someone uh, sent that message to her. Not great. Going back to the past. <laughs> Alex and Darlington are going to a manuscript party on Halloween. Okay, sure. So manuscript is another house of leash. Um, and manuscript feeds on illusions. So it's this like giant party. There's yeah, multiple floors below. And um Darlington follows Alex in and he hits this like cloud of mist. Cloud of mist. And he starts to see her differently. I think if you turn to page 178, I think I might have missed tagging this one. Like a wink wink. It. Yeah. Yeah. What oh I'm starting out like what he whispers. <laughs> what yeah, okay. What are you? He whispered, but he didn't care. He went to his knees. This was what he'd been waiting for. Ah, said Lan Lan Kai Lan. Okay, approaching. An acolyte at heart. In the mirror he saw himself, a knight with bowed head offering his service, a sword a sword, a sword in his <laughs> hand, a sword in his back. He felt no pain, only the ache in his heart choose me there were tears on his cheeks even as he felt the shame of it she was no one a girl who had lucked into a gift who had done nothing to earn it she was his queen okay darlington 
sorry, Darlington, she said, but there was, but that was not his true name any more than Alex was hers. If only she would choose him. If only she would let him. If only, wait, no, she touched her fingers to his face, lifted his chin. Her lips brushed his ear. He didn't understand it. He only wanted her to do it again. Stars poured through him, a cold and billowing wave of night. I think this is actually lovely, but it's just hard to go from what we'd had to like this. <laughs> he saw their bodies entwined. She was above him and beneath him all at once. Her body splayed and white as a lotus flower. She bit his ear hard. Darlington yelped and flinched back, sense flooding through him. Darlington, oh, Darlington? She snarled, I can't snarl. Get your shit together. I love that. Sorry about that poor breathing. So no, you're fine. he's heavily on, under the influence of whatever they sprayed in his face. Oh, but... and they managed to to get out. Alex um, is taking care of Darlington at that point. Has words with the the um, head people at manuscript and is like, "This is going to be a problem. Like you yeah. are not supposed to do this. You know this." And she kind of like now has something to hold over them. Um. And she gets Darlington home and she spends the night with him to help like the drug wear off. Um, and she just lays down next to him as you do. As one does. So going back to the present, um, Dean, Dean Sando, Sandow, Sando, Sandow. Um, he's a Dean at, he <laughs> not, is a like, dean. that's not, his name's not Dean. He's a Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he is, his position is called a Praetor, P-R-A-E-T-O-R, I think. Praetor, Praetor. I don't think there's a C in it. He okay. also oversees the Dante, Virgil, Oculus, whatever Turner is. Right. Situation. <laughs> and he basically is like, he's in a tough spot. This year is... Uh, where you know we renew our funding and he needs all of the group's support in order to keep this going and um her her attendance is a bit disruptive and they just need to get darlington back from um whatever portal pocket dimension he disappeared to and they can keep moving on got it so sticking with the present time i had to read ahead to see where we're at <laughs> I didn't get clever until the second book. I realized you need to read, like, I need to write down which month yeah. we're in. Um, so Alex steals a statue from Scroll and Key to oh. give back to Salome at Wolf's Head. Um, so Salome wanted the statue that Scroll and Key had stolen from them. So Alex goes and gets it back. Um, and Salome won't give Alex access to... Um, what's at wolf's head we'll get there <laughs> she just needs to get in and so alex basically threatens to shove her earrings down her throat oh wow and if you turn to page 205 we get to see the uh the hard side of alex <laughs> and just a reminder she's at yale <laughs> right yeah i know you're thinking that as soon as i'm in the temple you're going to start making calls try to get me jammed up salome folded her arms i think you should do that then I'll come back and use that wolf statue to knock your front teeth in. The bridegroom shook his head. You can't just... Salome, Alex said, shaking her finger. 
Those words again. But Sloan clenched her fist. You can't just do things like that. You'll go to jail. Probably, said Alex, but you'll still look like a brother fucking hillbilly. <laughs> so Sloan has no clue what to do with Alex. Alex could just kind of threaten her way in anywhere. Like, these yeah. people don't know how to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, like, and you seem like you'd do it, so we'll let you pass. So once they get into this temple, uh, Pammy, Pamela Dawes, kills her. So she can cross over. Wait, kills who? Alex. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she she drowns her. Um, but like oh gosh, for pretend. Ever ago? No, for real, for real. She dies, so oh. she can go over, cross over, and um, talk to one of the greys that she's been seeing is this bridegroom, and his name is Bertram Boy- Voice North. I'll refer to him as North or the bridegroom. Love it. For the duration. And um, he basically says that he'll help her if she also helps him find out who killed him and his wife. Okay. So the bridegroom, um, when people take the elixir, it's only people in Leith who can take the elixir and see the the ghosts, the greys. Um, There are certain greys that have stuck around for a long, long time. I think, again, they also originate in the late 1800s, maybe early 1900s. Um, But it's well known that uh, basically he killed his wife and then shot himself but he's like that's not really what happened so if you help me i'll help you out oh okay so she's dead does she come back or she does yeah okay it's all like... part it's all part of a ceremony so she okay. comes back um so going back to good old darlington's past danny lived with his grandpa in this mansion called black elm and his parents um only liked the idea of having a kid but actually having a kid they realized they were not too interested in that mm. part as sadly happens yeah and his grandfather warned him that his parents are going to try to make him sell the house um and eventually his grandfather died as they do so as a teenager danny lived on his own at black elm and he learns to take um jobs to pay for like the power and everything it says like the first year he was there his parents turned off the power and he had no money so he like literally was just under all the blankets and everything um so we find out that he has a um, real interest in magic and at one point he tries to replicate the elixir um uh that Hiram Bingham created to see the greys and he basically almost dies and that's how Leith picked him up when he woke up in the hospital. They were like, you're they doing like, some things. We have, we have Let's an see offer what you're up to. So coming back to the present, she needs to find where Tara lives. So she goes and talks to Trip. Again, we get a beautiful display of her personality. If you can turn to page 236. As she approached, she saw Tripp's friends turn their eyes to her, assess her, discard her. She'd showered at the the hutch. The lurch. Was that a a place in one of our books? She showered at the hutch, changed into a pair of leaf sweats, and combed her hair. After being shoved into traffic and drowning, it was all the effort she owed anyone. Hey, Tripp, she said easily. You got a minute? He turned her way. You want me to ask you to prom, Stern? Depends. Gonna be a good little slut for me and put out. I'm gonna die. Tripp's friends whooped and one of them let out a long, oh shit, now they were looking at her. I need to talk to you about that problem set. Tripp's cheeks pinked, but then his shoulders squared and he rose. Sure. 
Bring him home early, said one of his buddies. Why, she asked. You want seconds? They whooped again and clapped their hands as if she'd landed an impressive put. You're kind of nasty, sir, Trip said over his shoulder as he trailed him as she trailed him out of the dining hall. I like it. Yep. So <laughs> um she basically goes and um she does what she's really good at, which is like bluffing and just assuming mm. that um people are guilty to something and if she can find out what the thing is she yeah. can kind of push that and be like if you you're know, vague enough well, I, won't, cave. I won't say anything if you help me out and um he ends up giving her a few different names so she goes back to turner and she also lies saying that well i went to tara's house and he's like you better never grow go near grow. whatever the sorry you better never go near the um the neighborhood he basically oh. names the neighborhood <laughs> and, and she's, she's like, like okay yeah. now i know where it is great and she mentions that she wants to talk to uh tara's boyfriend lance oh. so in anger he mentions the neighborhood and um she she goes back and she realizes that she missed a party that she was supposed to go with her roommate mercy mercy ended up going by herself and she got drugged and <gasps> there was a video involved with um a guy named Blake who well, Blake um, needs to go was disgusting telling her to do things and what happened was when at one point she could see a stain on Mercy's tongue and she knew that the drug was Merity which is from the manuscripts which is how um what they used to give up free will so if you take Merity whatever anyone tells you to do you're gonna do it which someone needs to cut is like big... dig off no no oh it's better than that. oh good so she goes back to the manuscript tomb and talks to a guy named mike about merity getting out and um obviously he's like i don't know how this is happening Wouldn't be us. like it's locked up and he actually gives her some powder to be like super convincing for 40 minutes to like help help her out figure out what's going huh. on and um she goes to the frat house so she takes the powder she um finds Blake she deletes everything that she can and goes into the guys that like the videos that he sent it out to and also deletes good all of that um she verifies that he got Meredith from Lance and Tara so somehow he got it from them. Granted, he didn't really know what it did exactly. Yeah, but if you're but. drugging anybody, your intentions aren't pure. No, well, exactly. Yeah. So, um, who I glitched. I know I glitched early and I was so brave that I didn't even do anything about it. I looked dead into the glitch too. And I was like, <laughs> dead into the glitch. And then she films a revenge video because she's super convincing. So she goes uh, and gets Mercy down to the cafeteria to have some some lunch and, you know, assures her that everything will be all right. And then a video goes viral and you can see everyone starting to watch this video. And it's of Blake eating shit from the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but terrifying. So Alex does some research and um, learns that you can distract a glume by um, a wristwatch. The ticking kind of mimics a heartbeat. Mm. And she also grabs um, this compact that when you shine it on something and then shine it on yourself, you get, or no, when you shine it on something, it takes the image of it. So then like, if you walk up to someone and shine it, you're going to see 
what like, yeah what's in there and she she sneaks into Tara's place because she uh I, I takes the the identity of one of the cops and um she needs the uh, the bridegroom told her that she needs something um personal of Tara's that has um I forget the word that he used from it, but it was like some sort of like bodily fluid, whether it's like spit oh, okay. or something. So she grabs her retainer. <laughs> okay, smart though. And drops it in the sink. So any body of water kind of helps bridge the gap between. Okay, Lisey's story. <laughs> yeah. And um, North is able to grab it. And when she turns around, um, oh, so he can help um, look for her in the. Okay other world other world yeah i was gonna say other the world, but i'm life. like i don't think it does, that counts when she turns around a guy attacks her and she manages to knee him in the nuts but then a mechanic he looks like a mechanic appears from a portal like just pops in and it's he starts darlington. strangling her oh it's not darlington not darlington not <laughs> sorry so we're popping back to alex's past again oh good pause there <laughs> Len wanted to be a really big drug dealer, but he wasn't trusted with more than just weed. Mm. So he Work brings in, um, he, him and Alex are kind of together, kind of not together. He brings in Helly and Alex mentions that Helly should have been someone she hated, um, someone that she should have been like jealous of, but they became like really good friends. Um, and then there's also another guy, um, they call him Betcha, but I don't know what his actual name is. So Ariel know. comes into town, not Ariel, but more like a Ariel, like it's a guy. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I read that paragraph so many times and I was like, what? <laughs> and then finally my, it clicked in my brain. Um, so he comes into town stirring things up and um, Len basically throws a party for him because mm-hmm. Ariel is Eaton's brother, okay. cousin, cousin, brother, 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 I think. He's related to him. And Len, uh, Eaton was the one that wouldn't give Len the bigger drugs. He was just like stick to weed. And so Len really liked that he could get Ariel's attention. So they're going to throw a big party. Len tells them to clean up the apartment in preparation for the party and Len leaves. So Helly and Alex leave and they go um, into town. They catch the bus fare and Helly's like, let's go to the movies. And Alex is like, we won't have money to get back then. And um, Alex ends up falling asleep in the movies. Helly's like, we'll figure something out. Alex falls asleep. She wakes up. Helly's gone. Helly's gone back with all the rest of the money. So Alex has to figure out how to get all the way back. She finally walks. I think her feet are like bloody by the time she gets back. It's like the middle of the night. She sneaks into the party and just goes into her bedroom and just lays down. And Helly eventually comes in and she's just saying like, no, 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 no. And lays down. And when Alex wakes up, um, she rolls over to go see Helly and she goes to give her a hug and her arms go right through her <laughs> because Helly is dead and she's now a gray. Okay. So um, she starts screaming and um, Betcha and Len come running in and they like clap a hand over her mouth and they're like, all right, we got to move the body. Like, don't wake up. Ariel's asleep on the couch and as they're starting to um, carry the body out, Alex sees Helly as a ghost again. And um, Helly just keeps saying, like, let me in. 
Alex does, Heli goes inside of her as a ghost and takes over, kills them all with a bat, bashes everyone's heads in. I'm sure that'll be. She has her walk to a river to wash completely off, put Heli's body back in the bed, and then has Alex lay down. And the next thing Alex knows, she's waking up to paramedics and she's the only one that survived. That's so many questions. Okay. Don't want to ask any of them. Why did Helly want to kill everybody? And they killed Helly. Oh, they killed her? They made her take drugs, overdose. That's why she died on the fentanyl. They knew if they, I mean, that's why. So Helly is Tara. No. They're oh, two different people. Everybody's overdosing on fentanyl. Helly is the one that overdosed on fentanyl. Tara is murdered. They suspect the boyfriend. That's present. Oh. Helly's the past. <laughs> Yeah, the drug overdose. Okay, so Helly was taking revenge for her death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they mean to overdose her? Um. Or like that was like a we're young and we don't know how much to give you and we've given you too much. It. I think I think later on it mentions it might have even been in the second book um, that it mentions that part of her took so much because she just wanted to go away from all the things that like Ariel was making her do he he also raped her um and used extra stuff and like all that and it was Uh so she I I think it was her overdosing because of everything that happened gotcha sad well then okay I'm glad she killed everybody yeah but but then that kind of pinpoints Alex of like like how granted they so she got away with the murders like she wasn't chart obviously she's free to go to Yale so yeah <laughs> you know but that was kind of yeah craziness yikes what a childhood and this all happened at like 17 I mean yeah. she I think she met Len she fell in with Len when she was like 13 or 14 and started doing all the drugs and like just yeah spooky ooky. so she realized that going back to present time she realized that when Darlington disappeared he said that he had to report oh so when Darlington disappeared he had finally caught on to what had happened in Alex's past with the whole situation with um, Kelly, that she was the one that killed everyone out that yeah. night. That was right before he disappeared. So that kind of adds a question of like, did she cause this? What happened? Like weird timing. But right now she's getting attacked by this mechanic. And right. so similar to the Kelly situation, she reaches out her hand. She lets North join her, the bridegroom. He pops in. And uh, they she gets this like super strength, and um, finally Turner shows up, and he walks in the door right as the mechanic leaves. He pops through another portal, and Turner turns around, and he was like, "That's Lance. We just put him in jail a couple of hours ago. He's just popping through portals, portal popping each other's assholes, <laughs> portal popping each other's assholes." Oh. <laughs> Are your ladies pop your portal like that? <laughs> so she takes some more basso belladonna to make it back to Ilba Stone. Um, and Dawes kindly patches her up because she's not doing too well. She got beat pretty bad. Turner absolutely does not believe in the magic he saw. So oh. even though even though he's connected to Leith, he does not see the stuff. Like that's just like just in case when the cops do get involved, they have like a contact yeah. situation. And um, she explains that it's portals and she takes this giant bath in goat milk um, to like get all healed. That's I know like that's healing, but what like you do? <laughs> goat milk just makes you laugh. 
And um, the first time she kind of like forcefully sucked North in <laughs> to her body. Right. So now that it's like calmed down, she kind of like gently is like, North, you can like come, come in. <laughs> and um, every time someone pops into her, she can also feel like parts of their past and who they are as a soul. Mm-hmm. So she sees his past and um, he had these weird visions of like being cut open and then all of a sudden when he came back to Daisy was dead and he had his hand on the gun. Mm. So after that, after he pops back out, Alex tastes parsley and blood and realized that North got possessed by a gray that had had a prognostication. So okay. when everything went down with the bridegroom and Daisy, North and Daisy, um, the reason he had that vision of something being cut up was because one of the greys had popped into him after dying after that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yum. Turner comes and he gives her access to um, a bunch of the files, and that he updated him that updated them that Lance went back to jail. Um, sure. So she maps out all the suspects and possible motives and lists even Dean Sandow as a possibly in on it. Um, but it's all kind of speculative. Nothing's really like solid. So, um, they do think Tara was growing her own merity though. That's interesting. So she goes to Bellbaum's salon. Oh yeah, Bellbaum. Um, and Colin is there, one of the guys and Sandow. They both have alibis that they were there the whole time. And then she goes to the forestry area because Tara's apartments were right by the school of like forestry or whatever. And um, so they think that's where Tara had been growing it. And the place that like the room that Tara had. I don't know how this works. Rented, used, grew. Um, It was all cleaned out, but she does get a name, Svesta. Then she talks to Turner and she is like, I have a way for us to get in to talk to Lance because technically they can't talk to Lance without um, an attorney involved. I guess that makes sense. So they have a way to sneak in. So they get in to talk to Lance using the little like compact situation. Mm. And he, or no, actually there's also a thermos that has some sort of, I forget what it's called. I didn't write it down. But basically when Dawes brews it, if you have it in the thermos, as long as it stays warm, all of the cameras will go oh. staticky, so you won't get picked up. Anymore. Weird, but I like it. So they get in and talk to Lance, and he explains that they started by selling just weed. Okay. Um, I that it. Uh, Kate was one of the um, Kate is involved in one of the societies and um, was really uptight, but it was actually Colin that gave the Tara that gave Tara this little um, dish. So to make spells, they it needs to be made in like pure gold. Mm-hmm. And he gave her that dish, and that's how they started. Um, that's how they started making the actual uh, magic to do do the portal magic. It's different than the Merity. Got it. <laughs> she I she think. she was cooking up all that stuff. There's another ceremony going on that involves um michelle michelle is was darlington's virgil so she was the one it was michelle darlington and now alex and dean sandow's there and a few others gather for the ceremony they start ringing the bells and they hear darlington's voice yell murder and alex is like oh shit that means me (laughs) 
but a hell beast shows up and Sandow gets in its way, but they realize um, they're able to banish the the beast, um, but they realize like Darlington is just gone. So they they tried to they tried to connect to find him and it just didn't work out. Hmm. Back at Ilbastone, uh, Dawes and Alex hear a knock, um, and Dawes opens the door, but it was too late because Alex was like, "Nobody should be knocking. Like, if you're part of Leaf, you just walk it's in." Coming, yeah, and it's Blake. Hmm. So he's on something um, that makes them obey him. Oh. So it's not Merity; it's kind of, it's like a backwards Merity, <laughs> and um, Dawes is is. Uh, he he knocks out Dawes and he starts going after Alex. Dean Sando manages to come in and interrupts. And um, Blake tells Sando to stab her using his compulsion. And she manages to call the house. The house has hounds. They're like magic hounds. She manages to call them out of nowhere. Like, um, but they kind of attack everyone, <laughs> including her, which is not great. <laughs> so. Um, you have magic dogs, but they don't know who the enemy is. Um, Dawes, Pammy, good old Pammy. Pam! Um, who's just like, she just wants to write her little PhD dissertation. She always wears headphones. She's in her little, she cooks like these delicious sandwiches for tea time. Like she cooks made it just. Sandwiches. <laughs> As you do. As one does. She manages to get up and she bashes in Blake's head. Boom, she's killed With him. one of her sandwiches. So Alex wakes up in the hospital and she goes and finds Dawes. Um, Turner and Sandow also enter and Sandow gives like a genuine apology about trying to like, he's like, I understand I was trying to maintain our image because we have funding this year and I just looked over, overlooked everything and I told you guys not to push. Like, I apologize for that. Um, and so he's going to thank Alex by raising her GPA. <laughs> she's struggling wow um but good to be in secret societies when she's like what's going to happen to the rest of the the college kids in leith also why are these college kids uh, given so much magic um he goes oh that's kind of tricky you know just with the funding the way the bank accounts are set up checking in the savings charity <laughs> we need their money um yeah unfortunately so she leaves the hospital we're popping to the future future where oh, future. Uh, prologue area by spring um, Alex had holed up at the hutch and cut everyone off. Um, Mercy and her mom show up to help her clean up, but then they have to leave. Why that chapter was put there. I don't know, <laughs> but it's there. And we know that now um, back to the present time North managed to shove his way into her. And he writes three different dates, uh, three different years. Mm -hmm. so she finally finds darlington's research in his room at black elm and um there is oh maybe not black elm at opastone um and right <laughs> there's uh, a list of years of murders and uh different trusts so like the funding aspect she puts he he had put together how leaf houses got the funding so every time someone was murdered, there was a trust involved where one of the leaf houses would get funded. Um, Sandow now officially has the biggest motive. He was going through a bad divorce. It's a funding year. And um, North thinks it was the same with, with Tara, who um, she 
she was also one of the ones struggling. Like she didn't quite fit in at Yale. She needed the money. Like most of this as always comes back to money. So money or love. Um, he actually did a Sando did a ritual where he barred Darlington from returning with the whole because the uh when the Hellbeast showed up when they were yeah. trying to contact him, so he barred him from returning. And they realized Blake had a coin of compulsion. So the didn't Alex have a coin at one point? She did, yeah. So there's mm-hmm. multiple. That's it's something you can get from the societies. Love it. Um, so he had to have gotten that coin from somebody though, because he wasn't involved. So um Alex calls Yelena, which works for who works for Sandow. Um, and she's like, he's busy. So she's like, Great, we're gonna go to that party. She goes and talks to Sandow and she records the whole thing. Smart. He admits that Tara was selling weed while his wife had breast cancer. So he had known Tara already. So how it works is each of the societies need a nexus, uh, this like place of power. Okay. And um, St. Elmo is one of the ones where they needed a nexus. They had money. So they paid Sandow to get them a nexus. You can't just like make it for him to make the nexus. You can make it, but it's not it's not great. Yeah. Um, so he uses Lance's face to kill Tara because they think the murder, a murder is what causes the nexus, like mm. that just like death and everything. Um and so he uses Lance's face to kill Tara. He as he's explaining this, he starts to take some drugs, calls it like star power or something like that. Um, I think that's what makes other people listen to you. Oh. It's like the reverse merity. Alex's man Alex manages to resist with North's help. North pops back inside of her. Love it. And he calls for help, saying, like, oh, Miss Stern, like, she's attacking me or whatever. And in comes Bell Bomb. And she's like, Alex, what has gotten into you? Oh, I know exactly what's gotten into you, Mr. Bertram Boyce North. And Alex is like, how the do you know that? So but she's secretly somebody else. Daisy. Her husband. Her oh husband. my god, Daisy! <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Daisy? She's like, Bertram, like, you never even looked and you could never notice. Um, after Daisy died, Daisy popped into Gladys, the maid's body. She's basically like Alex and she can kind of hop, soul hop. Um, and Andy. what had happened was... She was like Alex. A gray hopped into her and she threw the soul out, but it went right into North. And the soul was so upset about dying. It um, killed her. It had a god in a fit of rage, killed them both, basically. Got it. Yeah. Crazy. So then she realized she could hop bodies. She hopped into Gladys and that's how she kept living. Um, Oh my gosh. And she specifically needed to find people that were like her they're called wheel walkers so (laughs) she hopped a couple people who are not like who are just normal humans and she realized the body didn't last very long it would wither away but if she hopped into a wheel walker like alex she could last a lot longer so that accounted for each of the deaths that like uh that um darlington had written out those years with the names and the trusts involved with the funding for Leith. She kills Sandow. He's dead. Okay. Boom. Quick. 
and she starts to eat Alex's soul. She's like, you're going to be my next. (laughs) And, um, wait, where's her husband going to go? Did he hop out of Alex? Um, he was just like helping. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Um, she goes, Alex goes to this like dream state where like everything is kind of okay, but kind of wrong from her past. Mm -hmm. And she hears a voice um and she decides so she spent her whole life like closing everyone off shutting out the grays and everything she's like what if I just let them all in and so she starts calling to everyone and she calls to all the souls that Daisy ate and all the souls like rush in and boom they kill Daisy finally Daisy slash Bellbomb and she just like like withers and disappears and poofs away like not funny but just like the souls that daisy ate (laughs) it's just a phrase you don't typically hear um so dean sandow's murder was chalked up to a heart attack right but it happened in bellbaum's office and bellbaum is officially missing can't find her at the funeral alex speaks with michelle who was Darlington's Virgil. Right. Dawes and Turner. Um, and is like, look, Darlington is alive. You know, part of part of what happened is because uh Sandow uh, um intentionally botched the ceremony where they were supposed to try to talk to um Darlington and he ended up banning him because he was like, Oh no, help you get out, like that's it. Um, but she's like, Look, he's alive, and he she had thought when when Darlington had some murder that he was talking about her. Yeah. He was talking about Sando. Um, but that Darlington was turned into a demon and um the way the the way to do that is with sulfur and sin, specifically murder. And they're like, could Darlington murder? How how why? But they're like, all right, we're gonna find him. And that's where book one ends. I feel like I got a lot. That was a lot. I, I mean, feel like I rushed through because there's just so much. Yeah, like you want to hit everything. Yeah. Um, Giving me real, I don't know if everyone Netflixes, but like maybe a year, year and a half ago, the Behind Her Eyes. Yes. I know this isn't yeah. like astral projection, no, but, but like similar, yeah. like the using other people's bodies and just living in other people until you get to where you need to be. Similar concept, was giving yeah. me that. Um absolutely crazy. And once again, why is our heroine always so young? These poor <laughs> young people are just thrown into the crazy. <laughs> right. But um interesting. Fucking crazy. The timeline thing is wild and I can't imagine as a reader that was easy to begin with. No, and just, like, the different societies, like, I didn't even write down the names of most of the societies and stuff like that, so that's why I think I lost a little bit of, like, where they were going and why. Yeah. But, yeah. Holy cow. Like I said, the first, like, ten chapters, I was not convinced, and then you get- Where am I going? (laughs) Yep, okay, we're we're figuring it out. Uh, Well, it's cool. This this feels like it'd be a really cool movie. Yes, like a I very agree. cool movie. I think so, and it's like nothing. I think too too crazy in terms of the magic that they would need, like crazy special effects, yeah, and stuff like that. Like, like second if... book, I don't know, but <laughs> well, I'm excited. It's it's wild so far. Holy crap! Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, I got through all of that. You were so brave. You were so brave. You were I like, was like, if I talk, she is going to lose focus. So just shut your mouth. No, no, no. Can interrupt more next time. All right. I will. Hold you I, like, I like um the the banter. I think that was the yes, best part. Yes, like, she was out. real cheeky. I like that. Yeah. We like the cheeky banters. Exactly. So all about a good banter. Well, thank you for joining us on that roller coaster. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review and let us know what book suggestions you have. We would love to hear your thoughts, comments, and questions. So you can email us at bookandbottlepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bookandbottlepodcast where you can see what episodes are coming out next. Vote on books you want Callie to read. See some behind the scenes stuff. So until next time, books books down down and bottles up. up.